the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Okay, everybody, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. It is already Friday, Labor Day weekend. It doesn't feel that way since people, many people haven't labored for half a year. Did you know, to the, to, I, want to, I want to bounce this off my producer. Did the New York Times report the Nancy Pelosi uh, hairstyling? On the last page? Mm-hmm. I'd love to see it. Do you? Do we have it? Did you leave it with me yesterday? Don't have it. Too bad. Yeah, I would like to see the, the how how it, how unprominent it is. Did the Washington Post report it? Do you know? Don't know. I wonder if CNN reported it. I'm not, not, don't, I don't care if NBC, MSNBC reported it, but I wonder if CNN did. The latest, of course, among men, it's always the latest now. There's a bombardment, and a big thank you to Mark Eisler for a yeoman job. He's a good man, not just a good broadcaster. He's a special human being. Nice to know special human beings in your life. It's about as good as it gets, you know that? Have good people in your life. President was supposedly said there are a bunch of losers at uh, at the cemetery in France, referring to in this case it was a World War One cemetery. A couple of comments: Why did it come out now, two months before the election, when it happened two years ago? Anybody have a thought on that? Every one of you has a thought on that, because either it's phony, or I guess they were waiting for the propitious moment. It would strike me as something one would have said at the time, no? Gee, I think I'll say two months before the election. Four people. Did they conspire to uh, not say? Wouldn't it sound, doesn't it sound like that? Four unnamed sources say he said these things. Uh, The reason that it's out uh, or made up and or made up at this time is that he has a great uh, following among veterans, one of the last groups that still love America. So uh, uh, let's try to undermine that. That's why there's also so many ads now appealing to black America on the part of the Biden campaign. They're afraid that any black who asks, gee, who's been governing my crappy city all of my life? Democrat. Ooh, might that be a factor? Gee, who uh, created the best unemployment rate or blessed best employment rate in black history? Ooh, a Republican. Hmm. That strikes me as pretty dispositive, right? Dispositive. Who has hurt me and who has done good for me? 
The answer to the first is Democrats. The answer to the second is Republicans. This is not complex. The deterioration of the Atlantic from a thought magazine to another left-wing propaganda journal is really sad. It's not shocking, but it is sad. I I still think I have a subscription, but I'm going to let it lapse. I, I don't... I might as well read the Daily Kos if I just want straight leftism. I'll just go there. I'm sorry. I feel terrible because it, 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 there was a time when it was a thought magazine. It was never conservative in my lifetime, but it, it was never leftist. It, it was liberal, which is fine. I'll see if I have a subscription. It, it's a, a, under the... I mean, they really... They've published some really uh, awful, truly intellectually awful, morally awful pieces. Unnamed sources in September coming up to a November election. It only shows how afraid they are of losing. We'll say anything at any time. But let me ask you a question. Let's say the president said it. Isn't it obvious that the four colluded with each other? You think not one of them would have said it at the time? Isn't that a little odd? Hmm? Is that not dispositive as well? Yes. So the man, the 47-year-old man who uh, just randomly murdered a, a conservative... Uh, in which city was that in? In Kenosha. I'll tell you, it's very hard to keep up uh, with the city names. Oh, well, I thought it was Portland. That's why I said it's hard to keep up. It's his mistake. But he doesn't go to the punishment room because he corrected it in time. We have rules here on who goes to the punishment room under what circumstances. And I thought it was Portland. So anyway, uh, he... Uh, very proud of the fact that he murdered a man in cold blood. I was an ant- a big Antifa a member. And the New York Times described him describes him as someone who would calm things down. The New York Times lies. I told you, there's, a new, there's an old phrase, lies, damn lies, statistics. Now there's lies, damn lies, and the Times. That's what it's come to. Unless you're on the left, that is your view of the New York Times. Okay? Now they'll say, well, we have, we have blinders on. Obviously, they would say that. But there was a time when people did look to the New York Times. I think that it, it always bent the truth in favor of liberalism, but now it's just it's in the world of the Atlantic and the rest of them. A man who tried to calm things down. What did his sister say? He deserved to die, right? It's no great loss. No great loss. Well, I think what I said pretty much <laughs> summarizes. No great loss and deserve to die are in the same moral envelope. But the man had, this is, I will admit, he defies my vision of Antifa members. I still have that vision, but he, uh, I acknowledge he defies it. He has two kids who now, I assume, are, are even angrier 
Is there a leftist who raises a non-angry child? Charles Blow boasted that he tells his child that whites uh, hate him. (laughs) He wrote it in his own column. Remember that? Years ago, the, uh, the columns of the New York Times are all angry. I recorded my fireside chat yesterday for release next week. And my theme was something I have talked about on the radio on the course of my life, but I, I, I put it, you know, in a very concise way as I do for fireside chats. How, when you grow up with traditional Judeo-Christian values, you know that the biggest problem in your life is you, and when you grow up in the secular world, especially liberal or left, you know that that you believe your greatest problem is America. That is all the difference you need to know. You realize that? You don't have to know any other difference between left and right between religious and secular in particular. But uh, there are obviously secular people who have Judeo-Christian values. They may not believe in God or that the Bible is divine in any way, but they have assimilated its values. That, that, That occurs. The problem is how do they transmit it to their children? Secular conservatives have not, I don't think, effectively dealt with that problem. When you, when you see the, the difference between left and right in these terms, you really do understand it. And what it's done is when you tell people you are not the issue, society is the issue, you have produced a person who will never improve their lot, never You have paralyzed. It is as if you have paralyzed them with a stun gun. They cannot improve the lot of their life if they believe America is their problem and not themselves. Another horrible effect of the left. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800 500 800-500-8384. Cause I'm gonna make this place your home. Settle down. All right, everybody. There's a piece up in the Wall Street Journal. Dennis Prager here. 
Yes. About the more evidence that the lockdown and distancing have essentially accomplished nothing. I, my column this week is, of course, on that theme that it's gone from a mistake to a crime. To give you an idea of how phony uh, the Democrats are and destructive because they don't give a damn about you, I believe that with all my heart. I don't think Demo- the Dem- I don't mean every Democrat in the country, but Democratic politicians, I don't, they don't give a damn about people. They give a damn about power, as all leftists in history have, but they use people and rhetoric to fool you. Why are the, uh, why are the, if this is not proof, then I give up. Then it means you, you don't want to hear logic. Why are, why on Monday of this week or Tuesday of this week were the hair salons in California closed? You would lose your license if you if it were known you uh, styled hair, gave haircuts. I've been getting haircuts the whole time in in uh, an illegal, illegally but morally opened place to give this woman like a speakeasy. Like a speakeasy. It's exactly right. People laugh at prohibition, but they don't laugh at this. Amazing. Prohibition had actually reason behind it. I'm not for it, but it had... There was reasoning behind it because of the amount of havoc that alcohol wreaks on, on human beings. This has no reasoning behind it. It sounds like it's reasoning, but it's phony. So here's my question. You couldn't get a haircut legally, at least indoors, which is where people prefer to have their hair done. On Tuesday of this week. But on Thursday of this week, yesterday, you could. Now what happened? Did the virus disappear? Is there no longer a mortal threat in getting a haircut? Did anything science change? Did anything scientifically change? Nothing. But Nancy Pelosi was caught in a hair salon. And then lies, they lie, and they call the president a liar. I was set up. How are you set up for a haircut? That's why she took no questions. That doesn't mean anything. I was set up. Oh, she didn't seek a haircut? Set up means she was told, if you go here um, uh, at this time, you will meet a donor for your campaign. It turns out somebody is there with scissors or hair coloring. That's a setup. Correct? Yeah. Right? Set up. I'm going to do that from now on. You know, tell my wife, I was set up to go to that stereo store. I had had no intention of getting a a preamplifier. It was a setup. It's a good one. Guys, use it. Women, you had no intention of getting those shoes. You were set up. 
Nancy Pelosi has contributed to the ability of people to fool themselves and others. And get, I, appreciate, I, I appreciate the question. I appreciate the, even this. that's a lie. I take responsibility for trusting uh, the word of a neighborhood salon that I've been to over the years many times. And that um, when they said, well, we're able to accommodate people one person at a time and that we can set up that time, I trusted that. As it turns out, it wasn't set up. So I take responsibility for falling for a setup. And that's all I'm going to say. Naturally, that. because it makes no sense. She takes responsibility for being set up. Right. Everybody else knows the rule. Everybody in, in California knows the rule. Oh, right. So, so uh, Ms. Pelosi, you, you thought that it's legal to uh, style hair? That salons are open, exactly, at one at a time, right? She was set up. <laughs> She's one of the few people who could have called Newsom and just checked. Hey, you opened up the hair salons? And you go, what are you talking about? But then he did the day after the Pelosi event. He's such a fraud. It's so disgusting what they do when they get reelected. It is a shame on you for voting Democrat. I'm sorry. It's not a way to endear me to those of you who do. I, I have, uh, I've never been guided by what will endear me. I've been guided by goodness and truth. I, I love that stuff. What was the Superman thing? Truth, justice, and the American way. That's what I'm guided by. Fight the never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. You realize, you know what's fascinating? You know what's fascinating? That my generation was raised with that, and it had no impact. I'm I'm curious, because you have such a background in movies. So I have a theory... You know, I always have a theory, but I have a theory that the ability of television to do harm is infinitely greater than its ability to do good. You agree with that? If TV could have done good, then Bonanza and Father Knows Best and Superman and the like, they would have had such a... a, wonderful impact on on the baby boomer, my generation. Truth, justice, and the American way. Today, that would, that would, that would, if you said that, you'd probably be called a white supremacist. The American way? Yeah, well, the American way is, is white supremacy. It's exactly correct. That's why this is an existential election coming up. That's that's the reason. And never Trumper turned around, became, said, I'm a professor. See that? In the Wall Street Journal. A never Trumper professor said, I'm voting for Trump. We'll be back in a moment. I'm Dennis Prager. As it turns out, it was set up. So I take responsibility. The Dennis Prager Show. <laughs> Okay, everybody. I want to uh, 
remind you about, uh, say, Dennis Prager. That's it. The magic name. He did. He's right. I hear now that Mark Eisler yesterday at some point lamented that he had not reached the uh, the vaunted position of being a, a promo code. I I look. I often say, but it's interesting. So much was clear about my future when I was a kid, and that is true. The following is not, but nevertheless, fun to say. I. I wanted to be a promo code when I was in high school. Didn't, you didn't, right? Never occurred to you. All right, there you go. The New York Times, well, as I told you, there's truth, excuse me, there's lies, damn lies in the New York Times. It is now, it is absolutely indistinguishable from a Democratic Party handout. This is a headline. Biden in Kenosha makes case for healing and unity, not division. This is a headline. This is this is a Democratic National Committee handout sheet. That's all it is. The whole lie about the president being divisive. If you fight the left, you're divisive. That is the definition of divisive. You with me? Then you're divisive. They who who call America cesspool are not divisive. All whites are racist. That's not divisive. Get it? The founders were scum. That's not divisive. Let's get rid of the Washington Monument. That's not divisive. Just saying we don't agree with you, that's divisive. Oh, God, do they... The lack of self-awareness on the left is is pathologic. Drawing a sharp contrast with President Trump, Joseph Biden Jr. on Thursday aligned himself strongly and sympathetically with protesters of racial injustice. See, it's it's fascinating. If uh, if there were if the president aligned himself strongly with protesters against abortion, they would put a pro-life in quotes racial injustice doesn't get quotes because it's just a fact America is permeated by racial injustice according to the New York Times well the New York Times is located uh, in a rapidly deteriorating place called New York City but people don't put two and two together the Times role in destroying New York City is quite serious advocating for all the things they have. Are, are, did, did they differ with de, de Blasio on uh, opening uh, all these hotels up to the homeless? Are you aware of any uh, difference with de Blasio? Do they have any differences with de Blasio? Probably when de Blasio said, let's open schools, they probably thought he was he was too conservative. Yeah. Two days after Mr. Trump traveled to Kenosha to focus attention on street violence and disorder, Mr. Biden sought to strike a drastically different tone as he repudiated the president's divisive approach. They don't put divisive in quotes. You get it? You have to understand what I'm saying? 
This is a news piece. This is not an opinion. There is no difference between the news section and the opinion section in the New York Times. You, if I read to you a piece about the president from the news section, you and said, oh, listen to this opinion piece, you, you totally agree. It's an, it's an opinion piece. There is no distinction. The only distinction is what page it's on. The, the entire New York Times is an opinion page. That's that's really what has happened. I, it's astonishing. He repudiated the president's divisive approach to matters of racial injustice. How is the president divisive? He condemns people who burn down buildings and, and, and who attack police and, and civilians? That's divisive? Yeah, on the left, that's divisive. It's Life has a an ability to humble you, if if you're aware of what's going on at any rate. I've always said getting married humbles a man, having children humbles a man. So I was humbled, not humiliated. It's a very big difference, very big difference. And uh, by my friend Adam Carolla, completely unintentionally, which made the humbling even more profound. Because he would, he actually wanted to do something wonderful. Last night, I was having dinner in the outdoor part of the of a restaurant in my little town where I live, and uh, I was I'm almost always with my wife, uh, but uh, she was uh, I don't remember what she was but doing something else. So I was there alone, and just as I begin eating, a man walks over to me. And it's my friend Adam Carolla. So, of course, I'm delighted to see him. In the middle middle of talking, we, we spent quite some time together. And in the middle, he goes, you know, my son Sonny, you'll love this, Alan. My son Sonny, he just thinks the world of you. And Adam Carolla, really like my producer, never exaggerates. It's right. I mean, he's he's an understated person. Dennis, I just want you to know how much Sonny, that's his son, is a terrific kid, by the way, truly terrific kid, how much he admires you. I go, oh, Adam, I'm really touched. And I was, I was really touched. He said, would you do me a favor? I said, of course. Well, let's call him up and just say hi. So uh, he calls up his son. And he goes, Sonny, guess who I'm here with? I mean, I just want you to think of who you would be most delighted to hear I was with, other than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, ruling out Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Name name someone, I mean, who really would blow you away that I'm with. So he names a name, and it's not me. He goes, all right, another one. Name's another name, and it's not me. Sonny, come on. I mean, you love the guy. Oh, name's another name. <laughs> name's four names. <laughs> Adam is uh, feels a bit bad at this time. <laughs> Finally... I'm the fifth guest. 
Dennis Prager. <laughs> he did actually say my name, yes. <laughs> so the question in, in, in a moment like this is, who felt worse, Adam Carolla or Dennis Prager? And the answer is Adam Carolla by by a factor of 100. I mean, I thought I wasn't cracking up. I was I was totally quiet. But inside, I was cracking up. Who just named the name? Four names. Two of which I never heard of. <laughs> he was very happy to talk to me. Yes, that's correct. This was a great moment. I know Adam listens. And... Uh, you are totally welcome to call in. <laughs> uh, uh, I I live for those moments. Those because they're real. I just love the real. And uh, it, it, that was a real moment. <laughs> but it's interesting too that the biggest name would have been Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Isn't that interesting? Because that, that certainly predates his son, I mean, by, by, by decades. Yeah. All right. Let's go to your calls here, my dear friends. Carl in Cleveland, Ohio. Hello. Dennis, God bless. Thank you. Um, thank, you for, thank you for taking my call. Uh, two comments and a question, if I may. The two statements that, that will define my 2020, one from Tucker Carlson when he was re- relaying uh, Pete Buttigieg's uh, insistence that he would ban straws and then immediately following it up there is seen with a big gulp in his hand with a straw. And he said, straws for me, but not for thee. And I think that translates to liberty for me and not for thee and Nancy Pelosi. Yes, that was a perfect example. Or there, there was another case of, of uh, either a mayor or a governor who was found uh, eating uh, in, in a restaurant after, you know. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah, th- those examples are rampant. But yeah. here's my primary, here's my primary, I, I'm so excited about being able to ask you a question. The other one that's going to define my 2020 is the left destroys everything that it touches. Mm-hmm. Good. And so if you take that to its logical conclusion, and I understand logic is in short supply these days, but if you take that to its logical conclusion, does that not in fact mean that they will destroy themselves? You are a thinking man. But that has always been the case. Always. That is that is my field. If I can say expertise, I would say uh, in the first five books of the Bible and on leftism. Those are my two areas of expertise. Very different areas. One one utterly positive, one utterly negative. That is exactly what they do. When the Bolsheviks came to power, the first people removed, or among the first, were fellow Bolsheviks and certainly the Mensheviks. There was a, Stalin completed a complete purge of the early Bolsheviks, including Trotsky, whom he, whom he uh, had murdered with an ice pick in Mexico, where he had fled. The problem is... Before they destroy themselves, the left, they destroy everything else and everyone else. They don't only destroy themselves. That's what's frightening. 
Back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Oh, yes. By the way, I want to remind you, now you can uh, click on the banner at DennisPrager.com uh, to uh, be able to watch the uh, High Holy Day services that I am putting up. It is almost as if, and I, I don't believe that this is what happened. I don't believe. I'm too rational which is not not a compliment, I'm just saying my nature, but it's almost as if God said to me a year ago, record these services that you're conducting because next year you won't be able to do them again. So for 14 years, I have conducted the holiest of the Jewish services. Over 200,000 people viewed by Passover Seder, the great majority of whom were not Jewish because the great majority of people are not Jewish. <laughs> so it makes sense. You could read the YouTube comments to see how it moved people. Well, th- that was two hours. This is 16 hours in 4K video. No politics. And it's a timeless service. I, I said nothing that was rooted in the time of last year. So if you want to be touched... Jew or non-Jew, click on the banner of my High Holy Day services at the DennisPrager.com. It just got put up, and uh, there'll be a lot more information going on, but at least I'm giving you... Now you don't have to send me an email. Now you can click on the banner. I am so happy I recorded it last year. I can't tell you. As far as I'm concerned, I would have led services again this year, but it's you can't find a venue to get people indoors. My view on the virus is this. There are people who are vulnerable who need to be protected, otherwise society should have gone on normally. That is what you should have done, we, and we knew that within three weeks. It has gone from a mistake to a crime, this lockdown, and everyone falls into it. They go, coronavirus has killed millions of jobs. No, it didn't. The lockdown killed millions of jobs. Every conservative website says coronavirus. You have to be precise here, my dear friends, my my colleagues on uh, in the conservative world. The lockdown has destroyed lives, has destroyed schooling, not the virus. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a train engineer. I basically sit all day long. 
my wife making me take Relief Factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain in your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day, and after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's a three-week quick start for just $19.95, and you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. 